Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hello and welcome to Ready to Thrive, the Advent Edition. And today we're going to talk about joy. And if I'm honest, I'm not feeling the joy today. Two nights in a row now, I have been weeping over death. Um, One night was death of someone that I know, and one is the death of somebody I do not know. Um, Either way, I'm feeling more in the worn and weary category than the joyful one. And I think it's okay to show up here that way because I know so many are feeling the same way. So many are walking through this December with heavy hearts. And um, I think some have a hope for the new year, but I think others know that maybe nothing in their lives is going to change right away. Or maybe things just are looking heavier and harder ahead. I know for me, January often can be a difficult month living in the Pacific Northwest where things are gray, where it is uh, rainy a lot of the time, and it is dark sometimes by 3 or 3.30. And so it feels hard to find joy in my life in these winter months. And even though over the last few years, just as I shared last week in the peace episode that I have learned to find this deep place of peace. I've also learned to find this deep place of joy. It doesn't mean that life still isn't hard. It doesn't mean that things don't come at us and try and take us out. And it doesn't mean that there aren't still seasons to grieve. And the Bible talks so much in so many different ways um, about joy. It also talks lots about morning. And um, so that's just where I find myself right now. And maybe you find yourself there too. So this is going to be a very, very short episode, but I just want to share a few things with you quickly. Um, One, very, very simply, one place that I have learned to really experience true joy, I would say if there's anything I'm going to share in this episode it's going to be through worship. And I think sometimes we look for joy all around us and not just in the stuff, right? We may have moved on realizing stuff doesn't actually make us happy. Um, But even in our pursuits, in the things, maybe the very good things that we try to do, sometimes maybe the volunteering or kind acts or things that we do in our lives, we can pursue joy through those. And those are good. I'm actually going to share a few really practical things at the end. Um, But I think the true source of joy 
really does come through worship. It comes as we are seeking him first. And all these things then get added to us. And I just want to ask you in 2020, have you learned to worship? Have you learned to get alone with God in this secret space and seek him out? And have you learned to open your voice and actually begin to worship him out loud? And if this is not something you've ever done, I just want to say this can be incredibly awkward. Um, I know for myself, one of the things I miss the most is corporate worship. And what I mean by that is going to church. I miss being with other people and singing and worshiping um, because we have not been able to be back at church since March. Um, But I still worship. And so as awkward as it is on a Sunday morning to be singing next to my husband, I've learned to raise my voice. And partly because I'm worshiping in the car or I'm worshiping in the shower or in my room, I'm finding times. And I know that um, for many people, the definition of worship is really with our whole lives. But I really just want to talk about, you know, singing and praise. And one thing I found over the course of this year was how often I would see um, in the Bible, just especially looking in the Old Testament, places where um, an army would be going into battle. And as they began to worship, that's where God would step in and intervene. And so I think in our lives, when we are seeking joy, when we are in this weary and worn season, it's this thing that I need to do when I do not feel like it, when I am feeling sad, when I'm feeling defeated. I lift my voice in worship. And we see it in the Psalms where David often will say, oh, my soul, you're so downcast. And then he will speak to himself and he will say, basically, I will praise you, Lord. I say to my soul, I will praise you. And so sometimes we actually just need to talk back to ourselves as David did and say, okay, let's get up. Let's praise God. And I have a few songs that I like as sort of my um, worship songs that I sing when I'm feeling especially defeated, when I don't feel like worshiping. One of them is this song, Raise a Hallelujah. It really feels like this defiant worship song. I'm going to I'm gonna sing louder and louder. Um, there's another song um, by a guy named Brandon Lake called Gratitude. And he says, oh, come on my soul. Don't you get shy on me. Get up and praise the Lord. And so for me, when I've been in these worn and weary places, I've said to myself, get up and praise the Lord. And I'm not saying there isn't a time for grief. And I'm not saying there isn't a time just to be um, letting yourself sort of feel all of those feelings. I don't think feelings are necessarily um, the worst thing for us. They are really telling us what's going on inside of us. But then we don't sink deeper into those places. We actually um, begin to praise God and he moves out before us and he moves on our behalf and he is making a way where there is no way. And I want to read to you 
um, a verse, or sorry, actually an entire psalm. It's very short. It's Psalm 126. And um, Psalm 126, verse 5 says, Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. And I think that is the case for so many of us who are sowing in tears in this season. There's so many things we have lost. There's so many things we are mourning. And I just imagine those tears falling down, as it says, um, like seeds, they will come forth in songs of joy. I'm actually going to read the entire psalm to you through the Passion Translation, which is a bit of a newer translation. It says, It was like a dream come true when you freed us from our bondage and brought us back to Zion. We laughed and laughed and overflowed with gladness. We were left shouting for joy and singing your praise. All the nations saw it and joined in saying, The Lord has done great miracles for them. Yes, he did mighty miracles and we are overjoyed. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. Those who sow their tears as seeds will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. They may weep as they go out, carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessing and a harvest overflowing. That's Psalm 126. And I love just the promise that that brings us, that promise of the armfuls really of joy. And so for you, if you are feeling like I am so, so worn and weary in this season, can I just um, declare that is a promise over you? I want to declare that your tears that you are sowing um, right now will return and reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. Um, I wanted to share that with you. And I wanted just to share um, just that concept or that, not a concept, but the idea of how key worship is and that worship really takes us, um, our focus off of ourselves. It puts it onto God. Even the process of singing really does something to help bring us peace. It sort of calms down um, our breathing rhythm and helps um, focus on God. And that in that process, we're praising God. He is filling us up and really he's filling us up with his joy. So that's an encouragement I have for you. If you have not been worshiping in this season because you're used to just worshiping at church, I really want to encourage you to figure out how you are going to start worshiping now. It might mean when people all go out to go Christmas shopping from your home, you um, you take that time to worship. Or like I said, the car. If I'm driving solo, you are going to bet that I am going to be belting it out and worshiping. Or in the shower, um, we kind of have to overcome some of our own insecurities. And um, I have a terrible voice. I'm just going to say that right now. Terrible singing voice. Um, but I've really had to just put that aside and know that that doesn't matter. I can, I can crank the music louder than my own voice. Um, but 
worshiping will bring you joy. I want to share um, some very simple things as we leave today. Um, Some very simple ways to experience joy. One is just to be present. Put the phone away. I've had this rule for myself, especially Christmas Day over the last few years where I'll, I'll take a few pictures and then I, re- I just put my phone in another room because I want to be present and experience the full joy of the moment. I can't really experience joy if I'm not fully present. The second is just to delight in the simple things. A cup of coffee, a cozy pair of slippers, a bath. What are the very simple delights you can find joy in? I have a four-year-old and I love that she finds great delight in the smallest things. Um, I shared a video recently on Instagram where she received a bag of things and she pulled out a candy cane and she squealed with delight, a candy cane, a candy cane. And I thought, oh, why why don't we respond with any kind of joy? Um, it just some of those simple things. And so really just kind of going back to the very simple things, what can we begin to take some delight in? And again, some of it goes back to the being present. What can we pause and be present for our cup of coffee or be present in a conversation with somebody? Those things can really help cultivate this sense of joy in our lives. The last thing I want to say is what can you give? Can you give some time or money or energy in one area? And, you know, the saying that uh, it's more, it's better to give than to receive. That really is true um, for us, even if it costs us something. And I'm not saying, you know, if you are feeling so worn and weary that this is the time to start um, creating some extravaganza for somebody in your life that's going to cost you so much more in terms of um, something you don't have. But but if something has popped to mind right now, I know um, sometimes it is creating a memory or a moment for my kids and, and doing something a little bit different that might be extra fun for them. Um, really brings me a lot of joy or if I'm giving to somebody financially and again it it may cost me something but even in the sacrificial giving there is actually joy that we experience Um, so I want to challenge you if that has been something you've done that that might be something you want to do in this season and that is all I have for joy Um, I know so many of you Um, are feeling that worn and weariness. And um, I want to point you back to Psalm 126, where it is this promise that um, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. And I do believe that this has been a tear sowing season for you. There will be a song of joy season. I know in my own life, um, many years ago, I was experiencing one of the lowest seasons I'd had. And um, I came across this verse that I don't have prepared. I am oh, going to find it right here. It says, 
It's Jeremiah 31, verse 3. And I have January 2017 written right next to the verse because um, sometimes it's good to mark those moments, even the low moments. And you can look back and say, oh, yeah, this is what God has done for me. It says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. I will build you up again. Again, you will take up your timbrels and go out to dance with the joyful. And I read this verse in one of my lowest moments of my life. And I said, I'm going to partner with that promise. I'm holding on to that truth. And sometimes we have to do that even in our lowest moments. We have to say, God, I know you are faithful. I know this season is not going to last forever. I know this thing I'm walking through is hard. It is not going to define me. It is not going to crush me or destroy me. It's actually making me stronger. It's actually building me up. God, you are going to use this season for my good and for your glory. And so I had to cling to that promise, uh, that truth of scripture. And I looked back at that verse actually um, last February 2020. And so it had been three years since I wrote it in a totally different season, experiencing joy and realizing, wow, God, I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see what was ahead for me, but I trusted and I believed this was not the end of my story. And so if that is free, if that is you today and you're feeling like I cannot imagine feeling joy, I cannot imagine going out to dance again. I can't even imagine being in a church building with others again. Um, I want to tell you, this is not the end. This is not the way life is always going to look. There will be joy again. And I'm just going to pray as we close out today. God, thank you. Uh, you are the author and perfecter of our lives, God. And... Um, for so many of us, it doesn't make sense right now. This season is hard. It feels like we have been hit with just this wave after wave of so many things that have been coming at us in this season, God. We trust you. We love you. We open up our hands. We give you the anxieties, the worries, the fears, the things we've been carrying around from 2020 and before that. God, we give you those things. We ask for your peace, your joy. God, I pray for a glimpse of the future with you. God, that you are there, that we are there together, that you are holding us and upholding us by your righteous right hand. Thank you, God. And we hold on to your promise of joy. Thank you for joining me. I know this has been... Um, a different episode and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with sharing something a little bit less polished and raw. And um, again, I'm going to say if, if you know somebody who maybe could use this episode, just feel free to share that with them. I want to share one last thing as we go. The first part of Psalm 126, just in the NIV uh, version, verse two, it says, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy, then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Sorry, I wanted to read verse one. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those 
who dreamed. And that's my prayer for you is that you would experience joy and you would be able to begin to dream again. As we dream with God, we will experience hope and we will experience joy. So if you get a chance, take a bit of time over this next few days, sit with God and dream about 2021. I know he has great plans for you. Thanks so much for listening today. I really am so encouraged knowing how many of you are being encouraged by this message. And if you have found it helpful, would you mind just sharing it with a friend, leaving five stars or even a review wherever you listen to podcasts, podcasts, keeping it super professional. Um, If you want to connect more with me, head over to Instagram where I'm at Jacqueline.Widener. Or if you want some free resources, head over to my website at JacquelineWidener.com.